1: Please, nation,
0: birdon Bears fans.
1: What is going on? Here is your boy, Pat the Designer, back at it again. I see comments in the chat talking about is this live? Yes, this is live. Your boy is back in the building. Appreciate you guys for tuning in and rocking with me as always as you guys do. I need y'all to do me a favor. Go ahead and push the button.
0: Come on, push the button. Come on, push the button. Yeah, come on,
1: push the button. You heard Carter. Push the button, and Soon Lee. Push the button, man. Appreciate you guys for showing love, as always. On today's episode of The Daily Show, we have to... I, by the way, I know I'm sorry I missed it this early. It was a late game last night. Your boy was tired. Had to get up for the regular 9 to 5 this morning. But we back. Had to do the show. Still got to do the show. Nothing changes, right? I said, y'all going to get this content. Y'all going to get this content. But uh, here, we we got to uh, uh, listen in to Justin Fields, what he has to talk about, how he's feeling, because we've got an update on his injury and the question on the table should Justin Fields play this Sunday versus the Green Bay Packers? We'll talk about all that and more here from Coach Floos and break down just some of the things. And listen, I'm just happy to be back on live with y'all, man. I missed, I miss the lives with you guys, man. Appreciate you guys for showing love. Also, man, here's the thing at the at the end of the day, um. I'm not just going to have the phone line up for the the Bulls postgame shows. If your boy's live, your boy's going to be taking some calls. So, hey need y'all to do me a favor, man. Make sure that y'all call into the show today, 773-900-8097. The phone lines are up. So make sure that you guys give your boy a call, man. Appreciate you guys for showing love. I want to hear from you all as well. Also vote on the poll. Here's the thing. So right now, where, where this team is at, You're coming into Sunday. There's not a ton of, oh, my God, uh, uh, around this game because we all thought we were going to get the Nathan Peterman and or Tim Boyle game, by the way, right? Like the Bears did do that pickup signing there. But lastly, we've heard from Justin Fields, right? It hits, he seems like he's feeling better every single day. The practice report comes out today. He was a full go at practice. So we go from possibly right at the beginning of the week feeling like this was going to be the Jordan Love, uh, Nathan Peterman, or uh, uh, um, what's buddy name? I don't Tim Boyle guy, right? Like we thought that was going to be the game that we were going to be getting on Sunday. Now we may be talking about a game. That is the Chicago Bears taking on the Green Bay Packers. Justin Fields versus Aaron Rodgers. Part, what would this be? Is this part three now? Would this be part three now? But uh, a part three where, listen, Justin Fields is playing better. Justin Fields has elevated his game. So maybe the game we want to see. But here's the thing. A lot of Bears fans don't want to see Justin go out there. And here's the bottom line for me. At the end of the day, when when you're talking about Um, The the problems that can come up, a lot of the things that could happen to Justin Fields, right? At the end of the day, Justin Fields plays football. He's a football player. He plays football. There's no such thing as nothing to be gained from getting reps. Justin Fields has just played over what? Is this his 20th game, maybe? 21st or 22nd game in the NFL? Justin Fields is by no means a seasoned veteran yet. Justin Fields doesn't have the full grasp of this Bears offense just yet, right? And so for me, I want to see him continue to go out there and work. I want to see him continue to go out there with Getze. I want to see and, – and I get, right, like we're trying to protect this guy. We're trying to make sure, oh, we don't want to see Justin get hurt. We don't want to see Justin go down with an injury – We don't want to lose Justin to, uh, uh, um, you know, for, for longer term. Well, guess what? We had those same fears all season. Nothing changed. Justin Fields was in the same danger he's going to be in on Sunday if he does play. That he was in week one of this season. The offensive line is terrible. This is an offense and a defense that is struggling to find talent and is struggling to scheme for the talent that it does have because there's not very much of it, right? So at the end of the day, you're coming into this game and you're trying to figure out, okay, should we put Justin Fields out there? Should we allow Justin Fields to go out there and play? And, and for me, it's simple. If he's healthy, you allow him to play. If he's healthy, you allow him to play. Now, you don't go out there and push him like this game means something. You don't go out there and push him like this game is the end-all, be-all for the Chicago Bears, right? It's not. This is another game that goes into uh, 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 the the, the retrospect of a bad season that's going to play out. Listen, the Bears are going to end up with a top 10 pick more than likely, no matter what they do the rest of this season. You've got Sunday coming up. You have the bye week after that. That's that's a moment right where you're looking at this thing right now and you're saying, hey, there's an opportunity to allow him to rest if we really, really needed him to. He could not play in a Packer game, not play in the bye week. But then you're coming out of that bye week, and it's not like the schedule's going to get easier. That's what I keep hearing. Don't play him till after the bye. Don't play him till after the bye. After the bye, we go up against the Buffalo Bills. How's that a better test for him? I'd rather see him go up and get his feet wet going into the bye, maybe going into the bye with a little bit of confidence under him, going up against a – a, a um, a green bay packers defense that has more holes in it than the bears offensive line right like i i, I there's no way that you think that if he's coming back after the bye that things are going to get better you've got the eagles defense and then you've got the bills defense that's two weeks that are going to be extremely difficult for justin and if you and right like I think the interesting part as well, right, is the people who are, and, and by the way, I do want to hear from you guys. I, let me make sure that I keep saying this, right? If we've got this call-in number, it's not just going to be for the Bulls postgame shows. Make sure that you guys call into the show, man. 773-980-97. I do want to hear from you guys. Call in on a daily show now. Oh, we bringing it back now, baby. Let's keep it going, man. Here's the thing at the end of the day, right? Like, I like this comment from Sammy. Shout out to Sammy in the in the YouTube chat, keeping the conversation going. Uh, Justin needs reps with Claypool. Justin needs reps with everybody at this point. Darnell Mooney's not going to be out there um, due to his season-ending injury. Seems like Eddie Jackson uh, with the with the Liz Frank injury also is going to have a season-ending injury. And so for me, right, like. Now you're talking about an opportunity for Justin to get outside of his comfort zone. Whoa, outside of the comfort zone. That's where you start to develop. Justin Fields can't go to one of his favorite weapons in Darnell Mooney anymore. Justin Fields can't go to one of his favorite weapons in, uh, uh, um, and, and just Cole Komet anymore, right? Like, And you want him to be able to continue to build that rapport. And it's not just Claypool that I'm talking about here. Because Claypool, I believe, is also uh, – let me, let me double-check the injury report here. But Claypool, I believe, is also on the injury report. So it's not just Chase Claypool that's dealing with a little bit of something here, right? Like there is uh, uh, quite a few uh, Bears players on the injury report this week. But the big thing for me is that, hey, yeah, Claypool's going to be um, – let me check up here. Claypool's might not be out there for him, but okay. Then. Go to somebody else. See if you can build something with somebody else. And at a minimum, just see if you can continue to keep building what you've already started to build on. You don't want to slow that down. I'm not saying that it's going to just fully uh, uh, bring everything to a screeching halt if Justin Fields isn't out there, right? I'm not saying that. But what I am saying, so yeah, <laughs> here's your here's your injury report for Thursday. Uh, Larry Boreham, DNP. Jaquan Brisker, DNP. He's got a concussion. Borum has an ankle or a knee. Claypool, he was full participation today, uh, so that's good to hear. He has a knee. Justin Fields, full participation, just uh, uh, with the shoulder. Kyler Gordon did not practice. Concussion. Dante Pettis, DNP. Illness. Uh, Riley Reef Limited, back, Trevor Simeon, oblique, oblique, DNP, Kendall Vildor, limited, Sterling Weatherford, full. You're going into an end of a season where you need to start to evaluate some of these guys that you made moves for. You know whose name I didn't see on there, and I better see him active on Sunday? Nikhil Harry. Nikhil Harry. Remember he was he was the guy that we were all excited about going to get. Oh, we got a we 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 got a steal here with a seventh round pick or a sixth round pick, whatever it was, for Nikhil Harry. That was we were we were excited to see that. What happened to that? Where's where's Nikhil Harry? You know what I mean? It's it's not just shut these guys down, the season is done. That's not where we're at right now. You know what I mean? It's, it's just not. There's a lot of evaluation that has to happen for names that you have on your team right now that you're trying to figure out what you're going to do with them next season. You know what I mean? There's names on this team right now that you want to say, hey, is, is this something that maybe we can hold on to? You went out and you got Alex Leatherwood and you picked him up and picked up the money that came with him and we haven't seen him on the field. He was a healthy scratch last weekend right you got to at least see and at the end of the day right a mistake is a mistake if it does end up being a mistake it's not the end of the world it's in a rebuilding year you didn't maybe you didn't see something from him in practice that you liked and so you don't go with him but at the end but to me right like how are you going to tell in practice what this guy is going to be on the field how are you going to tell in practice what this guy is going to be able to do on the field that's the biggest question that to me is surrounding the Chicago Bears right now I would rather see you going out here and testing some of these guys. And, yeah, it might put Justin Fields in harm's way. But guess what? Justin Fields has been in harm's way the entire season. It's not like he's been safe. We haven't been talking about him with this offensive line standing back there feeling good, right? Like, it is it's it's it is what it is. And I know that we're excited that we have this young guy, and we just want to protect this young guy, and we want to hold on to this young guy. Justin, he's the answer. He's the answer. We got to keep him safe. He plays football. If you were preparing for a playoff run right now, you would not be talking about Justin Fields not playing. You'd be like, hey, you got to play through injury. Now, I'm not saying that he should be playing through injury. I don't think that he should. I think that if he's actually injured, he should sit. But if he's actually injured, he shouldn't be practicing right now. There's a difference between being hurt and being injured. If you're hurt, right? Everybody's hurt right now. Everybody's dealing with some kind of uh, tweak or twinge or, or, or dinged up, right? Everybody's dinged up right now. That's nothing new. We're in week, what, 14 of the NFL season. Everyone is dinged up. They play a collision sport. To me, right, if he's injured... You don't put them out there. You don't risk them. But there's a lot of guys in that locker room that are hurt, and it goes a long way. And listen, it, it it went and you know how I know this, right? Because it went a long way with the team when Justin Fields, while dealing with the shoulder injury, a separated shoulder, while dealing with, uh, uh um, you know, the the, the banged up, uh, uh, or being banged up after the play, and and instantly getting a run call, getting hit again, being banged up again, right? While dealing with all of that, Justin Fields goes to the sideline. Or I'm sorry, Justin Fields goes right back into the huddle and says, Let's go out here and try to get this dub. Doesn't get the dub. Goes in the locker room. Goes into the locker room, says, Hey, boys, that's on the offense. That's on me. The offense is looking at him like, My boy, you're 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 injured. Stop apologizing. We see it. We see that you're hurt. You don't have to apologize. But it went a long way with that locker room. It went a long way with the boys inside that locker room. That's what your leaders do. They don't shy away because they're hurt. If it's injury, it's different. If you're injured, it's different. But right now, right who who was the team? Was it the Broncos this season? Wasn't it the Broncos this season that... um, Russ didn't play. Was it Russ? Was it the Broncos? I think it was the Broncos. The Russ didn't play because he was hurt. And everybody was looking around that building like, well, we're all hurt. Are you injured? Can you not go? I think it was the Broncos. I don't remember. I don't remember 100%. But it just, it kind of, it, it put everybody, it was off-putting to everybody. It was It was shocking to everybody that he wasn't out there. Thought that was an interesting point. Now you see, right, as you as you look at your quarterback now, as you look at uh uh um, you know, how how these guys are feeling now about Justin Fields, they're looking at him like he's the leader we want. He's the guy we want at quarterback, he's the guy we're gonna rally behind. That's what you love to see. That's what I'm loving seeing from Justin Fields, man. And so for me, at the end of the day, if he's hurt, if he's if he's dinged up a little bit and can't. And and can go, play him. He's a football player. Play him. If he's injured, sit him down. You know what I mean? Like that that that's the biggest thing from if he's injured, you sit him down. Broski Bear coming through with the comments says, the fact the field hasn't already had surgery and hasn't been declared out for the season is moronic by the Bears. This kid is the best QB prospect we've ever had, and they're mismanaging this. Not at all. He plays football. If you want a guy that can't go out there and play football, what you don't want You don't want a quarterback. You, you don't want a football player. He plays football. This isn't a mismanagement. If he was injured, 100%, declare him out. Get him out of there. If it's affecting his throwing motion and he's going to further hurt himself, get him out of there. If it's affecting him being able to run away and get away from defenders because this offensive line is not good, get him out of there. If none of those things are the factor, he plays football. You let him play. Appreciate you guys for tuning in and showing love to the episode, man. If you haven't done so already, go ahead and, uh, hit that like button, subscribe to the page, man. We do talk Chicago sports daily on this channel. It's the only channel talking Chicago sports, how Chicago talks. So make sure that you get in tune with us man we appreciate you guys for showing all the love that you do also want to hear from you man phone lines are open so call into the show if you can call in number on the screen there 773-980-97 would love to hear from you guys as well appreciate you guys for showing love to the channel um you got an interesting matchup coming up against the Packers, right? it's one of those matchups here where uh you, you're to me you have an opportunity to make a statement versus an opportunity to just say, Hey, I'm uh I'm I'm gonna go out here and just give up. And I think that two things can be true. And I do want to hear from you guys as well. I think that two things can be true. One, you should go into every time you play your rivals and try and beat your rivals. You should go into every time you play your rivals to try and beat your rivals. And two, it would be really nice to have the number two pick in the draft, wouldn't it? So my question to you guys, what are you hoping for this Sunday? What are you praying for the outcome of this game to be on Sunday? Are you hoping for a Chicago bears victory? Are you hoping they go in there and they dominate the green Bay Packers? Are you hoping they go in there and they blow the doors off of the green Bay Packers? Or are you like many who are sitting around and saying, Hey, I I I'm I just want to keep losing. I I just want to keep losing. I I don't want to win. I I want the Bears to lose every game the rest of this season. Right? Like I am going to be honest with you, I would be very fine with the Chicago Bears losing probably every other game this season outside of Detroit. But I I just don't have the ability to not hope for a win versus the Green Bay Pack. I just don't. It's not in my blood. It's, it's just not in my blood. I I want to see McSeason or MC Season saying he's hoping the bear for Justin to go off with the Bears to take this L. I even saying he's hoping for a Bears dub. Tristan saying I'm hoping for Justin to play, but we still end up losing a high scoring game, 31 to 35. I I can't, bro. I can't. I tried to right, like I I came into this like mentally like, hey, this is a game you probably need to lose, and it's okay if you lose it. This is a game that it's okay if you. I I just I just I I gotta, I gotta. St- I can't deal with another. I still own you. I can't. And, And the thing is, right. I still want the game to be competitive. The one thing that I've always hoped for, and it's never happened in bears Packers history, really is for the bears and the Packers to be competitive at the same time. And I'm talking about legitimately competitive. That's the one thing I hope for. I just want to see a competitive, right? Like it's either like there was like, 30 years of us stomping the crap out of them. And now we've had 20 to uh, not about 30, right? Favre was drafted. What? 94. So almost 30 years of them kicking the crap out of us. Like, I know it gives us lower draft position, but I'm not going to lie. I, I, I kind of just don't care when it comes to the Packers lose the rest of the games. Beat the Packers. Like that's how I feel about it. Hey, we got the phone lines jumping, man. Let's go out to the phones. Uh let's head out to the 312. Caller, what's going on? Hey Pet, how you doing? How's it going, man? Who I'm talking to here? Uh Robert.
2: Robert, what's happening, brother? How you doing? I'm um I'm new to your channel. I just came on like a month ago, but I love your content, man.
1: Appreciate you, brother. Appreciate you. What do you want to talk about?
2: Well, listen, I was uh Calling to to uh, because I agree with you on several points about, you know, Justin Fields and, you know, the team as a whole, you know, I agree that, you know, as far as Justin Fields playing, like you said, if he's, if he's not injured and the coaches haven't ruled him out and he doesn't need surgery, let the man play. He's a football player, yeah. you know, um, and Justin himself would want to play. He said he wants to play. He's like, I'm a baller. I need to, I need, I want to be out there, whether it's Aaron Rodgers or not, you know? Yeah. And so I, I agree that he should play as far as beating green Bay. Yes. I don't have it in my blood eater Like you to say, <laughs> Oh, well, green Bay's going to slaughter us. And no, I can never root for green Bay ever, <laughs> never. Uh, and I never will, but I want us to beat green Bay. And like you said, lose the rest of the games of the year, I don't care. We'll still have a top 10 pick regardless, you know? Yeah. It doesn't matter. If we win, we win. If we lose, we lose. But at least, you know, we can gain some confidence going into next season and Justin Fields will have that, you know, that momentum going into next year, you know?
1: Yeah, uh, no, 100%, 100%. Uh, appreciate the call-in, as always, Robert. Uh, make sure that you stay tuned in with the show, man. We're going to have the call-in line. Anytime I'm live, we want to have this call-in line going. So I appreciate you for calling into the show, all right, man? Yeah, no problem. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Uh, that was uh, here's, here's the thing, and I think Robert made some great points there on that one, right? Like, it's it's... If we lose, right, we kind of come out of this as a, (sighs) it doesn't matter. We lost. You know what I mean? If we lose, we come out of this as it doesn't matter. We keep our draft position. We keep our, we keep whatever it is, right? We're we're still the second worst team in the NFL. But we have nothing else in this season. We have nothing else in this season. Give us something. Finish this off, right? Like, give Bears fans something to ride off into the sunset with. Allow us to look the Green Bay Packers in the eyes and say, not only do we have a top five pick in the draft this year, and we're going to either trade back and go get some nice assets, or we're going to get to that next level and keep moving. Or, or uh, I'm sorry, or uh, uh, um pick a top player at that top five spot. But on top of that, we beat you. We finished the season kicking your button. When you played Justin the first time, it wasn't the Justin Fields that you played the second time. And right. Like just to throw some salt on it for everybody to, um, for everybody to even get more excited about, right? Like I'm, I'm the person that I look at and I go, and on top of that, he had just come from a separated shoulder. Right? I'm that guy. I'm the guy that I'm if if he's if we lose, it's like mm, his shoulders separated though. What'd you expect, right? We didn't expect much from him. But if we win, it's like he had a separated shoulder. Don't play with my boy, man. Stop playing with him. <laughs> Appreciate uh you guys for tuning in, man. Let's keep it going with the phone lines, man. Love having the phone lines back up on this. Let's go out to the 920. What's going on, man? What's up, Pat? How you Long doing? Here. How I'm are, doing all right. How you doing? I'm all right. I'm all right. Good to hear from you. What's your thoughts on uh, on this whole thing? You want to see Justin Fields playing on Sunday, or do you think that we should sit him?
3: I I was 50-50. I was like, okay, let, let's sit him. But if the kid's going to play, dude, this kid played in a national championship with broken ribs. Yeah. What is a separator shoulder going to do to him? Nothing. It's not his throwing. You know, I got a no- notification on my fantasy because I got Justin Fields in one of my fantasy leagues. Yeah, and I seen healthy. I looked like okay. Well, it's going to be the Justin Fields and Monte show, like the Hertz and Miles Sanders did on Sunday Night Football. I, I will, I, I would love, love us to beat. The Packers with Aaron Rodgers playing, so all these Packer fans can say, "Oh, okay, we're gonna be scared of the Bears because now they got a real quarterback." Yeah, our defense got gotta work. My three keys on the off, on the off season: I would go get Orlando Brown, pay him whatever he wants. You got that left side of that that line certified. Now, you go on the defense, you go to Indiana, and you get Forrest Buckner and Ingwakwe. Then you could go and get a couple, you know, uh, corners and stuff like that. Or, see, the Bears The Bears can do anything. The ball's in their court. The ball's, Ryan, P- or Ryan Poles is sitting there looking his tops like, okay, I'm going to sit back with the second pick, and people are going to knock on my door, well, we'll get you such and such. Now, it's a good, you know, we're in, in with the second pick. We could go get a DJ Moore if you want to. Okay. You give me DJ Moore and you give me four, four first-round picks, it's all yours. Put four first round
1: picks. For Robert. I don't know. Hey, Robert, as always, man. I do appreciate the call as always, man. Appreciate you showing love to the channel. Uh yep, I, don't, I, don't, I always do. I always do, man. Robert's always good with a call, man. Appreciate the love. Um, bro, he, he, here's here's the one thing that I will say. I I don't i I'm not going DJ Moore, first off, for the second overall pick. I would I I wanna see the Bears. By the way, call into the show. Uh uh 773-900-8097. Love to hear from you guys, man. Love having the phone lines back up. I'm, I'm, I'm not big on let's go trade this pick to go get somebody that's already in the NBA, right? Let's go, or in the NFL. Let's go get somebody that's already there. Because here's my thing with this, with this first-round pick, whatever it is, top five pick. The Bears have so many holes. The Bears have so many holes on this team. That you can't. I think if you have a top three pick in this draft, you need to be trading with people. Now, listen, if you get a player in part of that, right? Like if you get like an AJ Brown deal, or something like that. Wasn't that AJ Brown got traded for for the in, during the draft? You know, if you get something like that, where yeah, I get a player uh, and send me a couple of picks, and I'll send you this because you've got a quarterback that you want in the top three, or you've got, you know what I mean? Like, I'm fine with that. But for me, the biggest thing the Bears need, there's so many holes on this team that you just have to go best player available at every position. You can't go with oh I need this just to protect Justin Fields. I need this just to uh uh um you know just to go out there and um uh, help the offense, right? You literally have to go with the best player that's on the board at that point. Because if you don't go with the best player that's on the board at that point, that's still going to be a hole for you and you reached you know what I mean? Like, it, it, it there's there's so many holes on this team, El Hare ho- holes holes L- O-L-E-S, my boy. Relax there, relax. You calm down there, sir. You calm down. And so for me, right? Like I'm going into this, uh, uh, um, I'm going into this off season if I'm the Chicago Bears, and I'm saying, hey. The best thing for this team right now possibly is the trade back and get as many picks as we can unless there's a game-changing player there. Right now where we sit at, we sit at two, right? And somebody asked me today about Will Anderson Jr. Should the Bears go get Will Anderson Jr.? And there's only one thing that, that I think you can say about it. Unless you think this guy is going to be the next Aaron Donald, unless you think this guy is going to be the next Micah Parsons, unless you think this guy is going to be an absolute, oh, my God, I can't believe he's on the field playing against me, Khalil Mack in his prime, right? Like, unless you think he's that, you can't go. I I don't think you can make that pick. Because then everything else is a question mark. Everything else, right? And, and not to say you can't find great talent there. You got the pick of the litter. But is it a reach? You don't want to reach. And if you feel like you're going to reach and you can get this guy here, hey, let's trade back to that position. Let's give that team a call. Right? Like I, I think that's the part for me that I'm looking at with this, with with going into the offseason, going in. And the biggest thing for me is right, I, I've said this on many occasions. Everybody who says, hey, let's go draft a left tackle, let's go draft our our uh 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 right tackle of the future, let's go draft this guy that's gonna be there for ten years. No. Go pay people. Pay people that already know what they're doing. Pay people that are already really, really freaking good at their job. You go pay people. You show up to Orlando Brown. You say, sir, uh, we've got this blank check. We would like to put X amount of dollars on it for you, and we will add an extra zero if needed. Because if you really believe that Justin Fields is the answer, if you really believe Justin Fields is your franchise quarterback, you don't want some dude that's trying to figure out what the heck's happening on the other side of him standing out there in front of him right like i'm 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 excited about what we have with um with uh, uh, uh um, braxton jones right i don't know if he's going to be our left tackle of the future but i thought he he's had moments where he played well this season i thought he's had moments where he's he got his game you know played played a good game overall and he, he had rookie but guess what he had rookie moments you can't have rookie moments when you are when you have this quarterback that's figuring out his game and is actually starting to make moves in the right direction. You have to find guys that are going to be able to play right now. I don't want to see rookies protecting Justin Fields. I want to see people that know what the heck they're doing standing in front of Justin. You go find me a left tackle that's been a pro bowler. You go find me a a, a center that uh, I don't even know if Lucas Patrick is it. I I mean, you're kind of stuck with that one, right? With the contract. But you need to find people that absolutely know what's going on. That's how you fix this. How did they fix with Jalen Hurts? They went and got them dudes that know what's going on. How do you fix Tua? You went and got him dudes that know what's that know what's going on at that left tackle position. You went out. The, the, Tua was doing a lot of what Justin was doing last year, right? Running for his life. You put Teron Armstead over there. Now he's got time to chill. Smoking cigarettes back there. Just, oh, there he is. Ah, it's like a 1960s football
0: game.
1: There and you pay the best people on the market that's what you do you don't go to the scrap peep you don't go to the scrap pile you don't No, you go pay the best people on the market let's go back to the phone lines man appreciate you guys for tuning in and rocking with us hit that like button subscribe to the page if you do want to call in the number is on the screen 773-980-97 appreciate you guys for showing love to the channel as always heading out to the 708 for this one what's going on man it hey, was good, Pat. It's Los A.K.A. McSeason, A.K.A. McSeason. season, McSeason, season and Los all in one. Your knees knocked together for that comment earlier, man. What's going on, brother? <laughs> I mean, I mean, you're out
5: here looking like a highlighter marker that just that never made it out of the factory. So I had to, I had to let you know.
1: Hey, man, I appreciate but, uh... the uh, the love, man. <laughs>
5: Yeah, I know, I know. Um, but um, so with the all the money the uh, Bears have, and um, obviously they're going to get a, a great draft pick. What do you like? Who do you uh, for? The, do you think they should trade back? But if they don't, and they do draft a player. What position do you think they should draft and then what position do you think they should go after with uh, the money so say like they draft like a a lineman like an offensive lineman what position would you want them to go out with for the money
1: if if you so you're saying if you already draft your line if you draft your line right I I still think listen there's there's plenty of holes on this line right like you're not going to go out there and draft four rookies to stand in front of Justin Fields through this entire draft um so I still think you have to address the line with the money no matter what you do in the first round but I think the biggest thing in the first round is just you you've got to go with best talent available if you have a top Three, four pick, which it looks like the Bears are going to be slated to have because I don't see us beating beating the Eagles. I don't see us beating the Bills. Maybe we sneak one out versus the Vikings, but I I think that we we can you know I I do think we can beat Detroit. Although I do owe Don a jersey, but uh you know like th- those those are the positions right? Like you still have to be able to attack your offensive line even if you draft that position. That's that's the most important thing for me. Like. It, it, you got. You can't come into next season talking about the same things on the old line that we're talking about this season. That would be the worst thing uh, in the world. Uh,
5: yeah, I, I, I get what you're saying. So then, so you're saying if they address with the if they address the uh, the linemen through the draft, they should also address it with the money as well.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah, you you can't come back in into this season talking about uh, Riley Reef and uh, Lucas Patrick and and Cody White here are your best options. You you cannot, especially if you think you've got some. And 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 appreciate you for calling in, Lowe's. Appreciate you for showing love. MC Season yeah, no in the chat, man. Calling into the show, man. because he called in. I'm gonna start calling him MC Season now. <laughs> All right, peace, man. Bye, right, man. Take- um, but no, here, here's the thing that you can't do, right? The biggest mistake that Ryan Pace made, the biggest resp- mistake that Ryan Pace made is that, yeah, he drafted Mitch Trubisky number two overall. Do I think Mitch is anywhere near what Justin Fields is? Absolutely not. I don't think after five years in the NFL, Mitch Trubisky will ever sniff Justin Fields' level of talent. But I also have to look at this and say, hey, the biggest problem that we had with Mitch Trubisky was we said, we got you, Mitch. You're going to be our franchise quarterback. You're going to be the reason that this Bears team is going to be successful offensively. We're going to go out there and get you an offensive-minded head coach. We're going to go out there and get you wide receivers. We're going to go out there and we're going to get, you know, they they said they're going to go get all those things. They, They didn't go get the one thing that Mitch needed most protection You didn't go get the one thing and for me right like you can't gamble on the protection. You cannot gamble. I know everybody is talking about the kid from Notre Dame um or not Notre Dame, I'm sorry, Northwestern uh and 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 what his game could be for the, for the Bears right coming in here. Um I you can't gamble. You can't miss. Justin has to be protected next season. Justin has to be protected next season. You can't go in there and say, well, we've got this pick, and he turns into a guy like, like James Daniels was. Well, yeah, he was a nice player for the Bears. He had some nice moments. I thought that he was he was good for most of the time there. I think Nagy's scheme might have hurt him a little bit. But also... Mitch spent a lot of time on his butt. Mitch spent a lot of time on his back. Running away. No time to throw the football. No time to get the ball to receivers. No time. And and when he did have time, right, then it's on him. But the biggest thing that the Chicago Bears have to do in this game to me, or in this offseason, you cannot come out on the other side of it. No matter what you do in the draft, no matter what you do, you cannot come out on the other side of it without Justin Fields at least having three-fifths of an offensive line. And they need to be at your most important position. They, listen, but you're not going to fix everything in one offseason. You're not. There's no way to fix everything in one offseason. It's impossible. We're going to go into next season. We're, we might be a little bit better. I think we will be a little bit better going into next season. But you're not going to fix offensive line, defensive line, uh, linebacker position, by the way, which you have no depth at. It's Right now it's just Jack Sanborn, Nicholas Morrow. That's it. So you got no depth there. So you need some depth there. Um, running back, are we keeping Monty? Maybe we are keeping Monty. Maybe I don't know. We'll see what that ends up being. Wide receiver. I like Chase Claypool. I like Darnell Mooney. Uh, You still got to go out and find that guy for Justin Fields to be able to throw to. Right? Like, there's so many holes on this team. You can't just say that, hey, we're going to do it. But you have to come out of the other side of this offseason with Justin Fields better protected. I'm not saying you got to get all five positions right. But you dang well better be close. And you better find guys that come in here and they do a good enough job that they're able to hide the mistakes of some of the pieces that you feel like might not be that great. Might just be okay, right? Like if Cody Whitehair is here next year. Nah, we got Cody Whitehair. I don't, yeah, yeah, eh. right? Eh, you know what I mean? I love Cody, but eh, mm, I think his best days are behind him. But because of that, go get somebody that's able to help him out in his game. That's the most important thing. That's your most important thing coming out of this thing. Coming out of this offseason. Let's keep it going to the phone lines, man. And then we do want to listen into what Justin Fields had to say yesterday. He he I mean he talks to the media. Justin seems like he's kind of just like, just let me get back on the field, let me play so everybody can stop. Uh, 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 worrying about me like he just seems so done with the whole like how's the shoulder how do you feel sitting out yeah i mean but let, before we do that let's go to one more of the phone lines gonna keep the line open so make sure that you guys stay tuned in and rock with us call into the show man uh 773 900 let's go out to the 312 what's going on man yo pat renewable rechargeable review triple r in the building what's going on my boy how you feeling
6: Oh, I'm feeling good. First but foremost, I got to give a shout to you because I remember listening to you call in on the talk radio uh, sports shows 10 years ago,
1: (laughs) and now I'm calling in on your show. Big up, brother. Big up. I appreciate it. I appreciate it, man. All
6: right. Now, Bears-wise, I mean, we all want to win. We have different ways and methods of going about it, but we all want the same thing. And so Carter Anderson, everybody clamoring for them, but half those people ain't never seen him play.
5: Mm-hmm.
6: You know. So looking at what Poles has said, Bill through the draft, all that good stuff, he could have his own draft board where Tyree Wilson, the edges, you know, rated higher than you know the other top edges that we think are the top edges. Yeah. So you trade back, you get more value, you fill more holes. Instead of just trying to give blank checks to people, because blank checks is part of what got us in the problem in the first place. You feel me?
1: Yeah, I, I I can see that. I'm I'm not opposed to trading back, right? Because I I want to know that guys. And the thing is, right? Drafting out of position puts pressure on guys that. Is unnecessary. Mitch shouldn't have been taken with that pick. We all know that, and it put pressure on Mitch to be the best quarterback in that draft over Pat Mahomes and Deshaun Watson, who, even though kind of tough on Deshaun, could go down as as uh, uh, two of the best quarterbacks of this era. That's that's a tough spot for him to be put in. So I'm in favor of of uh, 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 drafting back or trading back in the draft to try and fill as many pieces as possible. I I think right like when it comes to offensive line though. If you know Orlando Brown Jr., whoever's the best offensive lineman in this in this draft, wants to play for the Chicago Bears, that's a position where it's okay for you to overspend. Right on, right on. You know what I mean? I so,
6: understand. I feel
1: you, I feel you. So, I, I, and appreciate the call-in as always, man. Appreciate you for rocking with the show. You're always in the comments. Always pulling up for the live calls and stuff like that. I really do appreciate you tuning in and rocking with, rocking with me, my boy. Uh, You be safe, brother. You too. You too. Uh, You know what? But like, I I think for me, right, that's always been my biggest thing. Are there positions that I'm willing to overpay for? Yeah, 100%. 100%. There's a superstar quarterback out there that wants to play for your team? Yeah, 100%. Although I'm glad that uh, we didn't end up with the Russell Wilson experiment. Remember Pace? What did Pace offer? Pace offered like Khalil Mack... Two first round picks, three second round picks, something crazy like that, bro. Wasn't it? Anybody remember what the offer pace sent was? It's like crazy, dog. Uh V Dog with the uh Vern in the chat said question Pat for polls first offseason. What is the most important for you other than O line? Um D line, there are two ways that you win. There are two ways that you win. You win on the offensive line trenches having one of the best in the game and you win on the defensive line trenches having some of the best in the game. If you can dominate on the defensive line you can be unstoppable. We saw what a good defensive line did for—I can't even remember his name. I was gonna say Kyler Gordon, but that's the wrong dude. Who am I? Th- um, Kyle Fuller. I was gonna—I was going all the—we t- too many K's over there. Kendall Vildor, Ky- Kyler Gordon, Kyle Fuller. We saw what a good defensive line did for Kyle Fuller. He looked like one of the best DBs in the NFL. Was he? Probably not. But when you got a hand in your face on every play, when you got good defense coming up the middle on every play, right, makes a big difference. We saw what a good defensive line does for Eddie Jackson. We've seen what a good defense. And so now, right, like a year of Kyler Gordon under your belt, a year with Jaquan Brisker under your belt, two guys that had really good seasons defensively for the Chicago Bears and slowly growed into that grow, growed? grew into that role that they have. We saw what the outcome of them with no defensive line was. Now add a D-line to that. A D-line improves Jalen Johnson. It improves Kyler Gordon. It improves Eddie Jackson. It improves Jack Sanborn. It improves, right? Like that's that's where your focuses need to be. Your trenches. Your trenches are atrocious right now. You basically have nothing. <laughs> you basically have a whole lot of nothing over there. So. For me, that's the most important thing. That'll always be the most important thing. Um, Broski Bears saying, love the show, Pat. I've always been a a Bears fan longer than you've been alive. I've seen Bears continuously run young QBs, uh, ruin young QBs. Players will always want to play. Coaches need to keep them out when injured. Well, that's the difference, right, for me. Injured or hurt? Is he injured or is he hurt? It's his off shoulder. There's things you can do. It's not his throwing show. Is he injured or is he hurt? And I don't know how many young QBs we ruined. Like, who, who did we ruin that that probably wasn't awful? <laughs> I mean, here's the thing, right? I always ask this question and and Because like everybody always hits me with the anybody who would have played in Chicago would have been ruined here. If Pat Mahomes came here, he would have been Mitch Trubisky. If but I the difference to me, I want y'all to look at what Justin Fields is talent wise. We've never had a quarterback with talent. We had a smart quarterback. We've had intelligent quarterbacks. I can't say that. I can't say never. Jay Cutler had all the talent in the world. I just think he he made a lot of mistakes. He 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 would he would continuously make the unintelligent decision sometimes. He also was almost dying every play. Dealing with the same thing. But let's learn from our mistakes. I think Justin Fields has leaps and bounds more talent than Jay Cutler does. But Jay Cutler was talented. Maybe up here it wasn't all there. It wasn't a great leader, but Jay was talented. Just laid on his back most of the time because there was some fat dude coming around the edge looking to kill him. Let's learn from our mistakes. The rest of the mugs, I don't know. I've never seen anybody here that in my lifetime that was talented, really. (laughs) Like, Kyle Orton, eh, Rex Grossman, definitely not. Rex Grossman was horrible. There was nothing you could have taught Rex Grossman that would have turned him into a good quarterback. Um, Everyone else, like, there's a million backups in there. Um, uh, 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 What's Buddy? What's uh, uh, um, Cade? Cade Mcnown? right? Like, no, couldn't get past the 50-yard line. Like, they're bad. Jim Miller, eh. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, I don't I don't know. I don't know. It's not me. Uh hey, let's listen into our quarterback, man. Our quarterback was at the podium breaking down basically how he felt. Now, this was before practice, before hearing from Coach flus, but talking about kind of how he was feeling uh going into this game, uh, or going into practice on Sunday, uh, and basically saying that he felt better than last Wednesday.
4: Give us sort of a comparison last Wednesday to today in terms of how you're feeling and where you're at and where the limitations are.
7: Yeah, uh, I feel better than last Wednesday for sure. So um, just feeling better each and every day.
4: What what, what is still not there for you that that you're still trying to get?
7: I'm not sure. We'll figure out today at practice and, uh, you know, figure out what I can and cannot do.
4: Are you proceeding through the week expecting to start on Sunday?
7: It just depends on, you know, what I can do in practice and stuff like that. So, again, it's my first... First day this week when I'm getting out on the field, so we'll see. No more after today. What could you do last week? Um, just basic stuff. Um, so again, we'll see. I Feel better than last week, so we'll see how I feel this week and uh, after today's practice. Hey, Justin, how are your your legs? And from the cramping and from the tired legs from the previous week, are they 100 percent? Yeah, they're good. They are.
1: Okay. Is there a checklist you want to go through before you determine? Okay, I'm good enough to play. Like, okay, I can
4: hit up pay. Is there like certain
7: benchmarks you want to hit? I just want to make sure I can do everything that I that I need to do to play a game. So I'll know in practice. Justin, what was, what was the, just the overall thing? Um, you know, y'all you know that coach said it was, you know, based on him, based on the trainers, and based on myself. So um, just didn't feel the uh, you know feel comfortable with me playing last week. What was
4: the process like in? New York, like pre game, because you were warming up a little bit. Did you have to go through a s- series of tests with trainers before you were cleared or not cleared?
7: Yeah, it was just basically, you know, seeing how it felt, <clears throat> throwing the ball, um, you know, throwing it on the run and stuff like that. So it was really just seeing how it felt, you know, throughout warmups and stuff like that. Did
4: you thought, think you had a real chance to play last Sunday?
7: Yeah. Um, you know, but it just didn't end up that way. You know, warm-ups just didn't feel comfortable. So, yeah.
2: And obviously, you know, you're a competitor and you love to play. That's the reason you're working to try and play. But how much in your mind do you think of, like, I want to make sure that I'm 100% no questions asked before I'm going back out there so that I'm not risking anything in the future?
7: I mean, it's what, week 12 right now? So, I mean, there's a few people in this league that are, quote unquote, 100%. So, um, you know, I'm just going to go out there and if I feel like I can, you know, help my team win, help my team, uh, you know. Score, score points, and put points on the board. Then I'm going to go out there and play. So again, just see how practice goes today, and see how I feel. How difficult
0: was it to see Darnell go down and be outed for
7: the year? Yeah, um, you know it was tough. Um, you know, just the kind of guy he is, what he brings. You know, to our offense, not only as a player but as a leader. But you know, I think he's in good spirits. Um, you know, uh, this is you know just another. Uh, bump in the road that he's he's had in his life and you know I, I expect him to make a full uh, recovery and come back better. So um uh, he knows that you know we're behind him as a team, as a brotherhood and you know, we got his back. So what was it like on Sunday watching the game from the sideline? I know you had the Air P C in there to play calls. What was it like and did you learn anything from watching Trevor play the position the way he plays obviously you guys got a different skill set. Was there anything that you mm-hmm. picked up from him? Just what was that process like watching the game
0: from that perspective?
7: Yeah it was uh it was kind of like, you know, the beginning of last year. But, um you know, I was just trying to help him as much as I can with guys, uh, you know, just their defensive signals and stuff like that. How they're My man's questions
1: be on point and, uh, every you know, I just, time. You saw a
7: lot of good stuff from him. You know, there was one play where he checked the ball to uh, Darrington, and he got like a 30-yard gain. I think that was like one of my favorite plays of the game. So, uh, yeah, just stuff like that I can learn from and kind of just boom all out right now. But, um you know, I definitely learned a lot from him. Of course, he's been in the league for – a good amount of time and you know when him and Nate you know always you know when, when they have advice they always share with me so um, it's, it's great having those two guys in the room for sure.
5: So um, you put your, your body on the line many times before for this team for Ohio State how difficult is it to, to understand the long game and understanding what you were saying before of so not being not uh, sacrificing yourself for the future?
7: Yeah I mean it's it's not that difficult Um, you know I have a lot of people you know giving me good advice you know the trainers the coaches um, you know people at home so it's not that difficult seeing. you know uh, what the you know uh, I guess it makes my decision easier whether looking at long term
0: similar to what Herb was talking about just being on the sidelines what was your leadership approach when you saw Darnell go down Eddie go down and kind of how the game was unfolding and how you felt like you needed to step up on the side
7: um, I mean just keeping you know those guys up I think based like with them I know Eddie was down uh, you know of course he wanted to be out there with his teammates and of course help the team out so um, I think it's not only me I think it's just the whole team uh, staying together um, and, you know just playing for each other being out there for each other so um, you know just being the best leader I can be uh, you know for our team and um, you know just of course being there for those guys you know Eddie and Darnell you know off the field so um, yeah, but just you know, being being who I who I've been pretty much the whole year, and just you know, uh, leading the team and you know, try to talk to those guys as much as possible.
4: You, you mentioned the the pass to Darrington. What about that was notable to you? What made that one of your favorite plays of the day?
7: Um, you know, just how he got like got to him, you know, on time. Like usually you don't get to the checkdown uh, like on time like that, but just how fast he he, he got to it was uh, you know very notable to me
4: you can't replace the chemistry you have with Mooney so what's the challenge when you do get back and you're able to practice in full of trying to find rapport with the rest of the receiver core
7: I don't think it's a challenge actually I think it's a uh, opportunity you know I think I'm excited for uh, to to build that connection more with you know other receivers on the team Um, you know so I I, I think it's going to be fun you know finding out what different guys can do because you know in our offense um, we usually game plan on certain routes, what Darnell could do, but it's gonna be fun, you know, just figuring out what what other guys can do out there and uh, just just getting together with them.
4: bye week, do you have a plan for yourself? do you use that time as like a plan for yourself? like, this is what I want to accomplish for myself, the final four games, just knowing that you'll have the extra time to potentially do that.
7: do I do I have do what?
4: You plan like next week when you have you have time to like look out over the final four weeks of the season. Will you take that time to like come up with any sort of goals that you want to hit for yourself in the final four games? Anything that you want to work on?
7: Um, I mean, no, I'm not really looking at the four games as a whole. I just you know take it week by week. Um, like I said, I don't know when I said it, but um, I don't look towards the future. I just you know take it day by day. So um, you know we'll just be looking to play for the Eagles. Looking the game plan for the Eagles and you know just my, my main goal each and every day is just to get better uh, be better than I was yesterday. So no, I don't have, um, you know, set out goals that I want to accomplish, but just 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 to be better. Justin, Justin, the fact
2: that you have that bye week after this game, what role does that play in kind of the decision <laughs> about whether you
7: should play this week? It uh, doesn't at all. Uh, again, like I said, I'm going to talk to the trainers and the coaches and I mean like I, this, we don't know if we're going to make it to the bye week. so. I don't even know if we're going to make it until tomorrow. So, uh, like, I, like I say, like, we're going to see how, how practice goes today. And um, I mean, he's not wrong, but a little more yeah, good just, there, Jay. Just, just see how I feel during <laughs> practice. Justin, even with all the, the huge success you've had running the football, do you want to throw the football more? Like, do you want to ultimately be a guy who throws more than runs? Uh, I mean, yeah. I think, you know, all quarterbacks do. But, uh, I mean, I'm willing to do whatever to help my team put points on the board, you know. So whatever that is, like I've always said, if it's thrown, it's thrown. If it's running, it's running. But if we put points on the board, you know, points equals win. So yeah.
4: Given your connection with Luke. How has your with Getzy,
7: Okay.
4: How has your appreciation of of Rodgers as a quarterback changed during the time that you've kind of been working with Luke to study an offense and, and just talking and seeing things that, that Aaron's done over time?
7: So how does my appreciation change of Rodgers? Yeah.
4: Just w- what, what is your what is your level of appreciation for for him as a quarterback?
7: I think he's a great quarterback. He's one of the you know greatest quarterbacks to ever play uh, his game. So, um, I mean. Yeah, I really didn't understand the totality of the question.
4: Does, does working with Luke help you see some more of the nuances and details of things that, that Aaron does that maybe you didn't see not working with somebody that was so close with him for so long?
7: Uh, yeah, for sure. But again, I mean, you just got to look at the talent that you know he has as a quarterback. You know, not many people have that arm talent um, that he does. Um, able to get the ball out fast, able to just make the throws that he makes sometimes. So, uh, but yeah, with the um, stuff as far as, as far as you know footwork and timing and stuff like that you can definitely see that and i think that you know does improve a quarterback's game but i mean you can't take away the talent that you know aaron has just because of course he had a good quarterback coach um he's you know like i said one of the most talented quarterbacks that to ever play this game so um you know of course luke made him better but um i mean he's he's of course talented for sure
1: bro did did they finish that by asking Hey, do you love Aaron Rodgers more now because you have Luke Getsey? What? <laughs> bro, like what are we what are y'all talking about, bro? What are y'all talking about? Alright. Um I, they get me every time every week bro every week there's one question that I swear just like ugh, it puts me over the edge um I here's the thing at the end of the day to to bring this video to a close and the one who's the one somebody told me and who's the one brother that always uh 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 is asking the phenomenally thought out questions I gotta get him on the show he needs to be a weekly staple on the show somebody send me his information man it, it's one dude that's always asking good questions. I want him as a weekly staple on this show, bro. Bro, like what are y'all talking about, bro? That's why I love playing these interviews. I love hearing Justin. I love getting adding that to the show. But bro, like what what are y'all asking this man? Justin, do you do you like Aaron Rodgers more now because Luke Getsey is your OC? What? <laughs> just just. I, I got nothing, bro. I got nothing. Um, here's the thing. At the end of the day, to, to just put a bow on this whole thing. If Justin Fields can go, let him go. In my opinion. If he can play, let him play. He was full participation today. Chase Claypool was full participation today. Those are the guys that you want to play. If they can go, let them go. If they can't, don't. Don't risk. More injury, don't risk re-injury, don't risk, right, going the extra mile just to beat the Green Bay Packers. Would I like to see it? Yeah. I I don't really care who's the quarterback if we beat the Packers. It'd actually probably be more funny if Tim Boyle does it. Just because then I'd have to deal with half the chat in here, like, Boyle over fields, he can throw the football. Like, shut up. Like, we're not doing this. If he can go, then go. Herb Howard, Herb Howard. I got to see if I can get him on the show, bro. Got to see if I can get him on the show because he's the only one to be asking good questions. Uh, I got to see if he's on Twitter. Um, but if Justin Fields can't play, if he's going to read don't play him. For the fans, it would be a nice touch to go off into the sunset and and beat the Packers. And he, Justin comes back from the shoulder injury. It's the first wind of win of many. That's going to put us in the right direction. I love it. but I'm fine with either because here's the thing. While I'm not sitting here saying to coddle your quarterback, I'm also not sitting here saying, push him to go out there and do more. So I, I think that's the bottom line of it, man. I think that's the bottom line of it. Hey man, appreciate you guys for tuning in and rocking with us for another episode of the windy city breeze sports talk daily. I need y'all to do me a favor. First things first. And, uh, push the button. come on, push the button. Come on, push the button. Yeah hit that like button subscribe to the page man we will see what this thing will all turn into we'll have another episode of the daily show up tomorrow at 11 so make sure that you tune in with us on that as well as always man it's your boy Pat the Designer back at it again appreciate you guys for showing love Bulls play tomorrow as well so we'll be live for the Bulls game as well tomorrow make sure to tune in with us on that Uh, and then of course video Dropping throughout the day, breaking news Any of that stuff You know that we'll be out here, man Hey, as always, it's your boy Path the Designer, back at it again Chicago Y'all stay safe out there, man Peace